troubadour line, because I'm not of the marrying kind, much less a prospective father, and of my parents I am the only issue. Sometimes I play with the thought of finding myself a wife, and thus possibly a child of whatever gender, for the sake of an ear to listen to my tale. But such a thought is so entirely against my nature that it is easily dismissed. So I give it to you, dear reader, to whom my great-grandfather gave no blood, no gene of compulsive continuation. He wanted his story told, the story of his scruples, his doubts, his conscience, and some might say his heroism. With good and honest telling, he wanted to secure his place in history. Well, good and honest telling can vary, and over the years the story has been modulated according to the narrative style, the bias, and the imagination of the teller. You know how it is. The oral tradition is a precarious one, and none too reliable. It is coloured by the fashion and the politics of the time of its telling. This personal editing is the entitlement of a storyteller who, in any case, is a congenital liar, and I am no different from my forebears, except insofar as I am of a different time. Let me explain. My great-grandfather, for instance, told his story when it actually happened. In 1947, one year before the Israeli War of Independence, so his political bias was clear. My grandfather's tale was loaded with the guns of the Six-Day War in 1967, a proud time when everybody wanted to be Jewish, even those in the closet, those Johnny-come-latelys. All of them wanted to identify. So again, his bias was clear. My father had bad luck with his timing. It coincided with the Yom Kippur War of 1973, and apart from the gunfire, the only noise was a discreet closing of closet doors. His narration sat safely on the fence, rooted in ambiguity. As for me, in my time, I'm up to my neck in the Intifada, and thus I have a strange tale to tell. I'll give you the bare facts of my great-grandfather's story. He was five years old when his parents fled from Russia during the Kishinev pogrom in 1903. They made their way to Palestine and helped found the first Israeli kibbutz, Deganya. The young Avram grew up in pioneering days. His childhood viewed the foundations of Tel Aviv and organized union labor. At the time, the Arab population of Palestine was not too disturbed. Jewish immigration was sparse and presented no threat. But with the promise of the Balfour Declaration, the Arabs grew restless and there were sporadic raids on Jewish settlements. But when serious immigration staggered out of Europe after the end of the war, the Jewish need for independence was paramount. The prime enemy was the British occupation. Sundry underground resistance groups were founded, amongst them the Air Gun, ruthless and militant. My great-grandfather, Zeda, though in his thirties but still tough and athletic and sweating with patriotic fervor, hastened to join the ranks of the Air Gun, and it was in this setting that his story took place. Zeda. It was he who helped kidnap the British sergeants. It was he who secured their hiding place. It was he who played a leading role in the sergeants' conspiracy, and he wanted his story told. A potted history, but it will suffice for my tale. A tale open to sundry interpretations. Was Zeda's act one of heroism, 
or one of extreme folly. Whatever. I'll tell the story in my own way. No doubt I'll take outrageous liberties with chronology. Chronology, in any case, is very boring, and lies in the dull province of historians and their obsession with facts. I'll give you the facts, though. They may have different names and be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Well, my privilege. But don't worry. I'll tell you all that you need to know. I'm concerned with the nub of my great-grandfather's story, and that I shall give you, I promise, for his sake as well as for my own. My great-grandfather told the truth of his tale. My grandfather was influenced by the tenor of his times, my father likewise, and here I am, steeped in the intifada, a combination salad, this story. Leave the dressing to me.